completely, completely improv podcast podcast episode coming your way. Yeah, I'm currently got socks to do, and then then we're gonna sit down and hop into it. So. Uh, insert intro music here. Welcome to the Switched Up Podcast, episode nine. Uh, Mr. Moyer, how are you doing this fine evening? Oh, I'm great. You know, had a sport broadcasting meeting today. Um, mm-hmm. Gonna help with the soccer game tomorrow with some camera work. Jeez, uh, all right. I know. Um, Mr. Professional see. over here. I have, a, I have a midterm on Friday for my sport admin class in which we reviewed it on Monday and got every single question to the test on it. So, well, Then you're having a better midterm experience than I am. I am having a fantastic midterm experience. And then it's fall break. So Friday, we're, we're now have to start again until Tuesday. So, oh, Fantastic. I'm so glad that you're doing well. I am elated that you're doing so well I'm I'm currently getting a paper grade back probably within the hour so I've been checking I haven't gotten anything yet but live college grade paper reaction (laughs) live (laughs) me dying live this sock is still wet oh my god Uh, so uh I guess I think we should start off this episode with the question that we ask any every episode uh any news? Um, is there any news, Bobby? There is. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. I have been watching Zero's old streams of Fire Emblem Three Houses for the past couple hours. They're funny as shit, by the way. <laughs> I but think I watched is, his first one, but I've kind of lost interest. There are. There is zero news. Zero. Zero point zero. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, it is. Oh. The only news I have one piece of news that I got off Nintendo Life, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I have one piece of news that's literally not relevant to you, like you at all. But fine by me. I don't, it's it's a game that was announced recently. Uh, it's called My Hero One's Justice Two, based on the uh, anime My Hero Academia. Uh, it's a fighting game. And uh, I played the first. I got the first one. That was before I even had my own Switch, so that really that occupied me uh, fairly well while I waited with bated breath for Christmas and the Smash Ultimate to come out. Uh, so that's the only thing that really piqued my interest in terms of uh, news regarding the Switch, because it is releasing on the Switch as well as Xbox One, PS4. But uh, that is that is literally it. Like I have nothing else. The other piece of news I have. Then we'll jump into the big fish. Um, uh-huh. Nintendo Switch is re- is releasing its own steering wheel for Mario Kart. Didn't they already have the Joy-Con steering wheels? I'm not. I don't think so. But I read it here. Let me. I'll actually, I'll actually read it here. I'll do you. I'll do. I'll do us all solid here. Um, all right. All right. Let me take a gander here. Um. And SNES controllers are back in stock, but the limited quantity, not going to get one. Same here. I'm, I'm good. Um, what the? F- mm. Mm. Uh, in other news, I, I have still finish. not finished Link's Awakening. I have. You did? I. Oh, here it is. Switch is getting an officially licensed Mario Kart racing wheel. <laughs> I thought they already had like small racing wheels for the Joy-Cons. 
I know, but this is like a real racing wheel. It's like the Wii one. Does it? What do you put in it? I don't know if you put anything in it. It has buttons on it and everything. It has a oh. it has a, it has a little D pad. Has buttons in it. Oh, all right, all right. Looks looks pretty nifty. Looks pretty nifty. I have to go back to the article I was on, which is about Link's Awakening. But yeah, did you, I finished Link's Awakening. I finished it. I fulfilled my promise. Damn it. I literally have not had any time to even touch my Switch. This week's this week's been wild, folks. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, Mid- midterm season. Uh, it is. It's also apparently college English paper season. Yes, uh, it is. That that's that's throwing me off a little bit. But uh, speaking of which, God, you beat you beat me in play hours for Fire Emblem, and now you beat me I'm to cr- I'm crushing you in play uh, hours for Fire. Crushing you. I just finished yeah. my Golden Deer on the day. Yeah, you were talking about how you didn't get any of the marriages that you and tried to set up. One for five, guys. His marriage options were actually. God awful! The game did him a favor. Piss off! They were <laughs> no, they were not. Yes, they were. No, no, they absolutely were not. They, uh, oh my God! Listen, I know for a fact they were good. You saying they're bad? The one he let off, fellas. The one that he let off with was Raphael and Hilda. I know. What kind of sick lunatic? Is this man, dude? If you had actually, if you'd actually pay attention to the dialogue that these characters have between one another, you'd understand. But you're not hardcore. You're not a Crest of Flames legend like I am. Listen, I paid attention and I saw that they were not compatible in the slightest. Stop. <laughs> Stop. First of all, what I don't get is I had I had Claude and Shamir. That was my pairing. That was one of that's my. That's also terrible. No, that's, it's not. Actually, that's I'll let not, that one slide. That one's okay. Because Shamir never gets a happy ending. Like, I did the one playthrough, and it's like, yeah, after the war, she just vanishes. I'm like, oh, well, let's not have that happen. Let's have her maybe, <laughs> let's have her be with Claude. Yeah, I had Claude and her do Skywatch from literally the first moment I recruited Shamir, <laughs> and they still didn't end up together. I had every meal with them. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. <gasps> maybe there's no option for it in the game. No, there is. I they have they have a marriage support. I looked it up after. I was you've shocked. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how is this possible? No, what? So they were going through it, and Ignatz and Marianne. I'm like, okay, that's not bad. Okay, that eh, yeah, that's okay. Well, I'm like that's okay. That's okay. I originally wanted Lorenz and Marianne. That is also okay. I that, yeah. I'm okay with that. Which one. ended up turning into Lorenz and Mercedes. That is a oh no! I immediately threw my. I was immediately awoken up by this. I was scrolling through Twitter. I look. I'm like, God! All <laughs> my hard awful. work for this. That is the worst ending possible. All my hard work for this, and then I go up, and it keeps going. I'm like, oh my God! What on? Okay, this isn't the end of the world if one had uh, whatever. Then, Ra- then Raphael Hilda showed up. I'm like, okay, at least something worked out. That that was good. So I'm, I'm one for three right now. I get I get back on track. Then just blew <laughs> my mind. My marbles, my marbles were blown out of out of its jar. What, what Felix happened? and Lysithia happened? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Oh no! I don't know where to begin on this because, I, like, because like freaking Claude and Shamir, I had had Felix and Annette eat lunch together 
<laughs> six years. <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not approve of that one either. I don't know what happened. Like, I, Well, first of all, I don't approve of Felix and Annette, but I don't approve more of Felix and Lysithia. Because okay, I because I was gonna recruit Dorothea, but I'm like Felix Dorothea happens in all my playthroughs. I feel like it's the most it's the most basic one. It is the most and basic. Felix Ingrid's a little it's kind of effed up, you know. That'd be a little weird. Yeah, yeah. She, she can't. She just she must love House Fraldarius. <laughs> but then I'm like, I don't know who else to pair. I mean, like Hilda. No, that doesn't really seem realistic. Um, who else? Like Mercedes. No, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that. True, true. You want Mercedes to yourself. Yeah, I do. She's 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 best girl. I've decided. Oh wow, damn. That's yeah. A, there's been that could be that could be a top five top five best girls. In five, why don't we just rename the fucking podcast to? Why not sw- switch it up? Fire Emblem Game of the Year. But anyway, hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Felix and Lysithia, but apparently they just like bake treats together until Lysithia dies like six months later because of her shortened lifespan. So what a what a way! Wow, but, that is very sad. Um, and then we got then we got Claude in that. What? Oh, you got Claude in that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Which isn't terrible. That that's fine. And because Claude leads for all Meyer, obviously he played, and then then. Myself and Ingrid, and I've recruited Ingrid in all he six of finally, my Finally, he finally married Ingrid. Finally married Ingrid. It was long overdue. <laughs> I'll it, admit. <laughs> it certainly was. All right. So, yeah, that's where we're at as far as there. I'm, I will, I'll revisit this later, but I'm doing another run. That I want your opinion and some listeners' opinions on what I should do next. So Okay. I already You're, gave you my opinion. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. Um, My... Girlfriend was up uh, on Sunday, and she asked me to teach her how to play Fire Emblem. <laughs> and told me uh, she actually liked it. I oh, I know. <laughs> and now she, now she wants to switch very badly. As the conductor of the Fire Emblem Three Houses Game of the Year train, I welcome on all newcomers. I, I welcome all newcomers yes. to the hype train. Yes, it's me. It's me and the drive. It's me and the driver and my new my new best friend Joe Zija pitching the coal into the flames. Yeah, Joe Zija. You guys are officially friends now, right? You have to be. Buddies. We're buddies. We you replied numbers. to one of your tweets. So I we. Have, said every podcast since like episode four we've been asking mr zija to come on the podcast and literally i don't know why but just wandering around my dorm like you know what i'm gonna throw my best tweet at (laughs) and if he doesn't reply it's just not meant to be so my best tweet is literally at zija and then um, then that's it that's the tweet that's literally what it said and within like five minutes he just replies i accept yeah, I, no. I don't, know, I don't know what I accept means. I guess he just accepts the tweet. Maybe it's just framed in his house now. But I was about to say, maybe he accepts the gesture of your acknowledgement of his existence. A hundred percent. Ever since then, I'm number one Josie's. I liked all of his tweets. I would be watching his stream right now if we weren't recording. But he is. I think he is streaming Fire Emblem later this week, so I will be watching that. But nice. once again, Josie, now it's not. It's Buddy now. Buddy. Joe, can I? Can we call you Joe? 
Yeah, um, we, first name terms. <laughs> please come Mr. on the podcast, Mister Zija. We will show. We we are not taking advantage of you. We are. We actually just want to talk to you. We, we yeah, find you interesting. We're actually just huge fans. Yes, exactly. So even if it gives like ten minutes of your time, uh, we it would be we will greatly appreciated. We yeah. will. Yes. So, Mister Zija, come on the pod. Anyway. Anyway, yeah that uh, that's the uh, weekly. The Joe Zija plea. Alrighty, so up next, Link's Awakening. I have recap because I thought you would finally beat the fucking game, but I just, guess not. Just, just do it. It's fine. I'll okay, just, so we can both give a we can both give a score, and then we'll just think, talk, talk about it. All right, all right. First, we'll start with this. Okay, Europe has its numbers for Link's Awakening. Okay, it sold four. 430,000 copies in its first three days. That is pretty impressive. Do you have anything to compare that to? Um, in Japan, Link's Awakening got off to an equally good start, selling an estimated 141,000 copies and making a top tab- debut in the charts. Obviously, Europe has a much larger population than the entire country of Japan. but Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's is, it. It is the fastest selling Switch game of 2019, and that's one of the to be games. expected. Yeah, one of the fastest selling Switch games ever. We still have no North American numbers, none. Jeez, we're really waiting. But come on, Nintendo, get, give us the give us the numbers. We know they're going to be good. This came out. I I have to think we'd have them in the next week or so for as far as numbers go. I would but surely hope play. so. Oh, before before we move on, I forgot to mention one other thing about <laughs> my girlfriend's brief experience playing Fire Emblem. What's up? Uh, so when it came time for her to pick her house, mm, I did not give her. Don't. I did no. not give her any direction. Oh, she, she picked Black Eagles. She picked Black Eagles. <laughs> God damn it, baby! Yeah. <laughs> She has uh, to restart. Did she pick pick male or female Byleth? The female Byleth. Did she name her? She she named Byleth. Um, oh God! Sixty nine four twenty. That's the name of the professor. That is the name of the professor. Oh shit! Nemesis is just gonna crawl back in his grave. No, I was about to say Nem- or now, I, now I guess it's the immaculate one. I guess the immaculate one doesn't have to crawl into its grave. Oh yeah. Right, anyway, no that, I just thought okay, I, I just so, thought you get a kick out anyway, of that. Uh, back to Link's Awakening. Yeah, this is going to be our segment changing noise. There we go. Jesus. All right, you're just <laughs> so, smashing a tennis ball. Link's and, Awakening recap. This game has been out for a couple weeks now. Um, if you had your hands on it, if you played it on a pretty much a daily basis you've probably beaten it by now whether you're a beginner or an expert the game is really good i love the like we like we said multiple times that is a distraction sir and i will not I, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm literally guys i'm literally about to finish link's awakening right now i am okay working. so the game's really good the art style is really good we've touched upon all that me personally this game is an eight out of ten Eight out of ten. That's pretty high praise. Eight out of ten. Uh, it's been getting a lot of nines, nine and a half. So I'm not going to go that far because I probably I didn't enjoy it as much as other people think, or as much as other people did. Excuse me. 
And that's not it's not a it's it's not a it's not a Nintendo thing. That's just only a me thing. I think the game itself is great. I think everything about it is I think everything about it's great. My first experience with a traditional Zelda game was fantastic. But me personally, I'm not gonna replay this game at all. I don't think I'll touch it oh, ever. Oh really? I don't think I'll touch it ever. Again. That that's surprising, I think. I don't think I'll ever touch it. Um you know, I I beat it, and it's a it's obviously a linear story, and you know I, the world's still pretty big, and there's still probably stuff to see and explore. But for the most part, I feel I feel satisfied when it comes to this game. So seven, uh, eight, no, eight out of ten. Excuse me, eight, eight out of ten. Out of 10. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I thought it was kind of I caught kind of, it kind of flatlined throughout. Like the story never really got, I guess, really exciting. You know how, like, in I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't come into this <clears throat> for the story, personally. I um, didn't there, but I would like I would like it to have one that draws me in. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, personally, I think the story is pretty uh pretty interesting with how um you know how short and you know con- short and sweet it is, but maybe that's just me. Um, I I just like I like the mystery aspect of it. I mean, it's kind of obvious what what the ending is, I think. But, uh, you know, it's the characters are still charming. And I feel like that carries the game a lot. Uh, As I said, Marin is absolutely better than Zelda. Um, But I don't know, like just hearing her say, like, you know, when you play this song, hopefully you won't forget me like i don't know for some reason that just seemed like really like more emotional than i thought this game would would delve into but hey that that's just me so yeah it does it does it does it does fiddle with your emotional strings for a little bit but i think breath of the wild has that same aspect where like you finally beat ganon and then zelda's free and she's like do you really remember me it's almost like the same thing yeah, I mean, hey. I, diff- I personally felt way more emotional about Breath of the Wild just because the game's longer. And it takes way more effort. Yeah, fair. I mean, hey, different strokes for different folks, you know? Yeah, obviously. But yeah, I think that's another thing. The music's really good, too. Oh, yes. I, I love the music and the, the art style. Fantastic. Yeah. I do like the I do like the dungeons. I think the instruments are all unique. I did like that. That was the reward. I mean, I know the whole thing's playing the song for the windfish, but right. I did. I did like um, the the setup of the dungeons. I liked that they were they got more challenging as you got went along. I thought. Yeah. I did like it. Did provide it. Did really make you think for a little bit. And there are even some parts I had to look up because I didn't know what to do. But <laughs> yeah, no, like like what I'm literally doing right now. Yeah, I like the rewards um, like that you get with each dungeon, like how we talked about earlier, where like you beat the first dungeon, you get the rock feather. Mm-hmm. Like that's unique that that makes every dungeon worth it, essentially, because like in Breath of the Wild, you can just go begin without doing any of the dungeons. Right. In order to get to the end point, you have to do all the dungeons and it's rewarding. It's not just like you get the instrument and that's it. Mm-hmm. so i did like that about it um the characters are great obviously um you know as quirky as they are with the um when they stayed true to the um you know the the originals um sort of style of npc speech i'll call it 
Yeah, it it definitely adds charm how quirky they are. Yeah, it's just it just has a very retro feel to it, which I feel works to the game's benefit. <laughs> so, um, all right, that's all I have right now. Um, then we'll dive. Uh, what do you have for it? Uh, anything on Link's? Well, currently I am playing it at the moment, uh, and I'm still having fun with it, even though you know I'm not completely done with it yet. Uh, I am on the last dungeon. Uh, so I figured I would just, I just, I would just do it on the podcast or at least get as far as I can. I mean, Hey, you might get my live reaction to the ending if I'm not a terrible gamer. So, uh, but yeah, no, uh, other than that, I think the game, you gave it a pretty high score despite, you know, what you said, like I was thinking around an eight two, but I think honestly the score will go up in subsequent playthroughs. Uh, because for me personally, I feel like I'm actually going to have a lot of fun replaying this game uh, when I have the time, of course. But um, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much replay potential uh, and, you know, for speed runs and such. Uh, so I'm going to give it I, I'm going to give it with an eight two. actually. It is a great speed run game. When you it, talk it's about a, it. I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, I just need I just feel like with a little more. uh you know, experience with it, it'll be even better of a game in my eyes. So, I think I think I'll put it at an eight out of ten as well. Yeah, I think that your reasons for liking it um, echo the reasons of my echo my reasons. Um, yeah, again, it's a great it's a great remake of. I never played the original, obviously, but from what I, from what's been said, it's a it's a great remake, and I think that. It's a great, it's a great game. It's just, as far as replayability, it's just not up my alley. So, yeah, I just like the aspect of that. It's very much a ground-up remake, but they still manage to stay uh, faithful to the original source material. Yeah, they definitely, yeah, they definitely did a good job of that. I thought so. Uh, at least from what I've seen, I obviously haven't played the original, but from what I've seen, other people talk about, I, I feel like it's. Uh, it was very faithful in its recreation of Koholint Island, so I feel like that deserves some praise on its own. Oh, the island's fantastic. Huh. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out this dun- this year dungeon. Yeah, I do like it, but I do have another Zelda article here. Um, another yeah. article, eh? Yes. Um, let me just. Uh, the title of it is Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 release date latest proof that Nintendo can't afford to delay. All right. That sounds quite interesting, actually. They said that it should be a top priority. Uh, I, I think it is. I, don't think I mean, I, I was about to say, I, I'm okay with them making it a priority. They said that they might want to get a move on. This is from Express.uk. So oh, okay. Nintendo might want to get a move on and announce a 2020 release date for Breath of the Wild 2. I disagree. You disagree? I Yeah, I think Link's Awakening is hitting so hard that they can wait until 2021, 2022. Listen, I, I, there's, there's, a common, there's a common saying around um, game developers. A game that's delayed but is good is still a good game. A bad game, just a bad game forever. And that's just Miyamoto. 
Yes. It, well, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Right. And, no. Oh, you can't rush Breath of the Wild. The worst thing they could do is rush Breath of the Wild, too. That's the worst possible thing they could do. Agreed. I mean, you can't. You, the the bar is already set so high because Breath of the Wild. I it, it was it was it was okay. I mean, it was an okay game, but oh, I wasn't. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna stay humble. It was pretty. It was okay. I mean, it, good at most. Good's the ceiling. Jeez, this is this is not the same Colby that I know. <laughs> Tough critic Colby coming in six out of ten. Breath of the Wild. Oh my God! Don't, play don't even. Literally Replay. don't even speak again. Replay hurts the franchise. Any anyway. Oh um, my god! Stop talking. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, they can't. They can't rush it. I mean, again, Breath of the Wild was so big, and this is the direct sequel to it. Like, is was is this the first direct sequel since like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, right? I think that's right. Yeah. So yeah. I, Something. This is gonna. As much as I hate to say this, this is gonna really impact the future of the Switch. This game. I would agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, obviously, I think Breath of the Wild's like its third highest selling game. It won Game of the Year in 2017. And there's you know, a lot of pressure to, you know, make this sequel live up to that. Yeah, I mean that's just the bar it's going to get held to, which I personally think is unfair because it's it's because it, it, even though it's a sequel, it's its own game and it should be held to a standard. But regardless, like people are going to deem it like people are going to deem it underachieving, even if it's like slightly below. So yeah, which I personally think that it's going to be really good because this the story. This, there's no real storyline in Breath of the Wild. Like, you can just skip the entire story if you really want to, but I think the idea of... I think they're going to have a more story-driven game in Breath of the Wild, too. Um, it's certainly... I mean, from the one teaser trailer we've gotten, it certainly seems like that would be the case. Um, so, I mean, hey, I'm all for good stories, and I'm all for, you know, darker stories, and these guys are saying... Like they're going all in. They're saying this game is going to be, what, darker than Majora's Mask? I hope. That'd Which be is, that would be pretty unprecedented if that's true. That alone would, that alone would really catapult it, like... Pretty high. Yeah. Like, that would, that would shoot it up the rankings real fast, I think. I, see, it said, listen, the reason they have for it wanting to come out in 2020 is the exact reason why I think it should come out in 2022 or 2021. Link's Awakening has given Nintendo fans a thirst for more Legend of Zelda games in the future. Like, you, okay, so it's doing its job. It's quenching the thirst. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> like, it's doing its job. Like, Link's Awakening is not meant to be a, a staple in the Zelda franchise. It's, it's almost like a placeholder. I mean... I guess you could call it that, but I still think it's a well, little unfair to the, to the game to call got, it that. We just got done calling it a great game for numerous reasons, but when you compare Correct. it, to, when you compare it to the scale of Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild Two, like it's just there, it's just there to hold people over, and it's doing a great job of that because I think that people play this for a while. Yeah, all right, I I can respect that. So yeah, when you when you compare it to the scale that those two that those two technically Goliaths live up to, 
it's nice to have something in there just to hold people over. It's obviously not going to hit the 13 million sales that Breath of the Wild did, but it's going to be enough to buy them some more time and hopefully take their, take their time in developing this game. Right. So, I mean, hey, if it is 2020, I'm I'm still with you in thinking it's 2021. But, yeah, hey, think- if it's 2020, then, hey, I yeah. still have confidence that they know what they're doing. Very brief rumors suggest an early 2021, so like March. Yeah, I, I hey, I'd be okay with that. No problems here, but hey, I, I would um, just be okay if it came out in my lifetime. All right, so sign me up. Dust off the old switchy. <laughs> um, it was, pre- <laughs> it was previously confirmed to be the fastest selling Switch game of 2019, could really into Link's Awakening. Although Pokemon Sword and Shield will probably beat it in November. Yeah, I still need to. I'm probably going to pre-order that game. Um, as much as much shit as we've given Pokemon Sword and Shield, it is going to surpass Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, I, it's the first Pokemon home console game. As much shit as everyone is giving it. Um, yeah, here's I, the here's the here's the quote um, from about Breath. Sorry to interrupt, but no, that's okay. Here's the quote that you were talking about. The new Breath of the Wild or the sequel to it is not necessarily going to be related to Majora's Mask or inspired by it. What we showed you is currently a little darker. Hey, man. All so there it. you go. I am yeah, absolutely I mean, all for that. That would be that would be pretty brutal. That would be quite the sight to see, you know? Yeah, that's just... I but know, I mean, hey, we're we're getting the big G dwarf back. Uh, I like feel like things. I watched a video. I forget who it was by, but it was like some scrapped concepts from Breath of the Wild one that could be, you know, expanded upon in Breath of the Wild two. Um, I don't want to turn this into a theory video, but a lot what of them make sense. What you said, video? Jeez, oh, I swear to God, I am. I'm still under the impression that we're doing a YouTube series. Um, yeah, leave a little subscribe, they, drop a comment. They had talked about, what was it, make, the Making a Champion book, or uh, I forget what it's called in Japan, but or Creating a Champion, I forget what it's called. But there's a lot of concept art in there about, uh, there was one where it was like, uh, Link was going to face Ganon on top of a, mountain that was also a like a floating mountain that was also a guardian and stuff they showed prototype designs for the guardians that were literally horrific like they would not be look out of place in a in an actual horror game oh god they showed concept art for cyborg link with like you know different attachments for his coincidentally his right arm uh, well, the arm that gets caught in the magic. The arm that gets caught in the magic. So, uh, you know. So they're implying that we're getting Luke Skywalker, Link, and Breath of the Wild too. I mean, what? Link wielded the Master Sword with his... Or he wielded every weapon with his right hand in Breath of the Wild, right? I'm 99% sure, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of... And, like, and it's math. So, yeah, he's right-handed. Yeah, historically, Links have been left-handed. Yeah, Link's a righty, and he shoots. Yeah, he shoots right-handed with the bow and arrow. So yeah, he's he's right now. So in this game, he he might switch over to his left. Ambidextrous for, for the sword. He might he might have to train his left hand in sword play, and then have his right hand for 
whatever magic trickery is going to be going on in this game. See, I feel like there's going to be people that hate that. And I personally, I love that idea. of. Oh yeah. No, give, give more more abilities, please. People are going to hate that so much. And it's so stupid. Like let go. It's fine. Like breath of the wild is completely different than the other Zelda games. They've established that. Hey, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, I'm all for it too. I'm just kind of, what I'm really thinking of is how, how much of an open world game is this going to be? Because I feel like they're going to tone down that aspect a little bit. The world has the world has to be smaller than it was in Breath of the Wild. The world was like, huge in Breath of the Wild. I'm not even sure if we'll be in on the surface. I I don't think we'll be in Hyrule. At least not to the full extent that we not, were able to explore it. In not Breath the entire, probably not the entire game. Because I think it's going to be more story driven. Yeah, and man, it's yeah, just there's just so much that we can speculate about here i just uh i'm just curious to see how they'll implement that yeah Uh, i've already expressed my um i feel like i've already expressed my want for a playable zelda in this one yeah uh i feel like if if you guys haven't watched the duke of dorks video uh, on youtube on how sorry on how um zelda could be implemented into uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, you should go watch that, which that's kind of what inspired me to kind of take on that same opinion as well. But I think that they should definitely have Zelda be able to do some like crazy stuff. Gotta give it a shot, right? Yeah, I mean, she's already been... Sh- they kind of set it up like she's interested in the guard and the Sheikah technology and all that. Maybe she can do stuff with that. Maybe Link and Zelda can play two completely different roles, or maybe she'll be a companion character, like in like other games like Skyrim or Fallout. I hope she wields like an actual weapon instead of maybe like the bow of light. That'd be sick. I was about to say, like we have to, Hey, we didn't see the bow of the light in the trailers, but we did see the master sword. And we know link has it because it's in the cutscene in the true ending. So, and we, and we know that the bow of lights in the breath of the wild universe. Well, I mean, I guess if you wanted to be that guy and you defeated Ganon using ancient arrows, I guess you didn't have to see the cutscene with the bow of light in it. But for most of us, the bow of light was in that last cut scene. Yeah, we took that thing and we, we wielded it. Oh, ex- uh, when I say last cut scene, I mean the uh, the one where Link and Zelda look at the castle and all the spirits are in there. Not uh-huh. the one where, not the very, very last one where. Uh, this, yeah, the complete game. In, they're in the field of the silent princesses and stuff. Yeah, you only get that ending if you get all the memories and. Yeah, that that know, one Link just has. That one link just has the uh, the master sword, and nothing else. So, yeah. So, but uh, um, yeah, no, that's that's just all again speculation. We're all just throwing ideas against the wall here. Do you think there's any reference to champions in this next Breath of the Wild game right now? Has to be. I'm, I'm thinking that they can't just like get rid of the champions. I think they will. <laughs> you don't think they're going to be mentioned at all? No, I don't. Really? I don't think so. I I can't see them not mentioning the champions. I only, I'm sorry. Listen, if we're really putting on the thinking gamer cap when it comes to I played Breath of the Wild enough to to have this in that last cutscene you were talking about, like they kind of just vanish. Yeah, like, but like, and we had a whole nother DLC focused solely on the champions. Yeah, because their story didn't get touched upon enough in the main game, which I feel like that like that's not there. That's that's their like that's their story. Like I don't think they get anything added on to that in Breath of the Wild too. Like they kind of just vanish. And I think with with that, 
I think Link loses their abilities too. You think he's not? Well, I mean, he'll have to find some way to lose all his abilities so we can start at level one again. That's true. Maybe that mat. What if that magic's like the first cutscene in the game, and he loses? That's how he loses his abilities in his arm. And he oh, that's that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, somehow the magic is like a. Uh, you gotta get rid and of this then, stuff. Yeah, then, then Ganondorf it can use Erbrosa's fury and fly, and you're just done. <laughs> don't even, don't even talk like that. You're just done. <laughs> so you step foot on Hyrule, you're. Just <laughs> I mean, they could do something real cool where it's like, hey, let's um bring like evil champions back or like corrupted champions. That would be sick. And then you have to fight them with their abilities and. Yeah, maybe like he take he takes the magic and he uses him to like make reincarnate. Yeah, I was about to say, and mate, hey, you want the champions alive, so maybe that's how you bring the champions back. That would he oh creates corrupted versions from them, like he kind of recruit, he brings them back to life, but like you know they serves him. Yeah, uh, it, almost Link, Link like purifies them. Yeah, yeah, almost like um, Ward of Light, like how they're possessed. Yeah, here's a here's that would, idea that I that can. Would, I'm going all in on this idea. All right. Link will speak a single line in this game. False. No chance. Yes, he will. I guarantee you it will happen. No. It'll be like the last cutscene of the game or something, but he will. Words will exit his lips in this game. Who would voice Link? Like, what do you want him to sound like? What if he's like a really high pitched voice? I listen, man. It's going to happen. I don't know. No way. It's happening. It, listen. Okay, was there a better chance of Link and Zelda <laughs> openly showing romantic feelings towards another or Link speaking a single syllable? <laughs> um, One syllable. It could be, <laughs> like, that's it. That's all he has to do. Yeah, well, he already hayas and. That, that doesn't that. count. That doesn't count? <laughs> no. All right. Um, okay, I'll put I'll put more stake in the romantic thing. Yeah, they have to do that. I also think I think they'll both happen. But if you ha- if you're making me choose one or the other, I think the former is more likely. What would you rather happen? I'd rather. Ha- hmm. You just want you to pop behind the mic of Link. Oh, uh, man, I'd rather have. Fuck. Link just says at the ready just right away. Calls Ganondorf a crusty old bastard. That's how the final fight <laughs> starts. <laughs> Joe Zija voices Link. <clears throat> Zelda's just, your jaw hits the ground. She's like, what? <laughs> hey, it's our, hey, you read her diary. He can speak. He's done it before. He has spoken. That is true. He's spoken off, off screen. Okay, I, I'll be honest. I really want Link to speak. You you that that's what you you want that more than the romance I, now? Yes, I really do. Yes, like you I want watch. final cutscene of the game. Just like some sort of just he says something with the same energy of along the lines of you know courage need not be remembered for it is never forgotten. I want that moment, but in the sequel, but like replace Zelda with Link and like have him say something else. He just gets down on one knee and just says, I love you, proposes to the silent princess. And that's how it ends. As he's like facing down whatever abominational form Ganondorf's taking on. Yeah. Do you, you think, think Imp- do you think Impa's going to be alive? God, no. You think- 
she disintegrated directly he, after that cutscene. Well, if that's the case. Do you mean Pura disintegrated? She's become so infant, she just dies. <laughs> nah, Pura's fine. Pura's fine. So, and do you think Imp is? We're getting we're getting her out of here. <laughs> I think it was. I think we've talked be about here. this before, but how big of a time skip do you think there is? Time skip, uh, two years at the very least. I think. I think like four, four or five. Four years. You're going with yeah. the, five years. You're going with the uh, end game. Listen, evil takes time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Apparent from the trailer, there's no Shiga construct, so maybe they destroyed all the shrines and the towers. That was like Impa could just sense Zelda tearing down the tisk. Oh, just it's like, dude, had a heart attack. Had oh, a heart attack. Uh, do you want Paya to return? Paya? Oh, she has to. She had, we have to have some conflict, some romantic love. We have, to have some <laughs> romantic conflict. Conflict. Pure, Zelda shoots pure pile with the, the bow of light. Just, oh my they just, god. They just wipe out the entire Impa bloodline. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, yeah, Pia's a given. She's just going to sit in that big fluffy chair that Impa sat in the entire time. Okay, so if we do, because we know the game is probably going to, or a lot of the game is probably going to take place uh, in new locations or maybe under Hyrule or something. Um, Hyrule above Hyrule. Some of do you? I was about to say, how far do you think we can go? And you know, the over Hyrule. Listen, if they like pull like a Heart Gold Soul Silver and just let us explore all of Hyrule after the game ends, no, oh, that'd be fantastic. It would be. It would literally instantly shoot up again, my game again. Hence, why they can't rush it. I mean, again. It's not like they're updating the graphics or anything. They could literally just import the world. Yeah, it's the, the same. Like, they could literally use like the same world. Like it's the same engines, so it's not going to take as long. I was about to say, like I don't. I feel like Breath of the Wild sequel doesn't have that expectation of any massive graphical or performance uh, upgrades yeah. because I don't know. I just don't. I just don't feel like it has that expectation built around it as so many other sequels may. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like that can work to their advantage as well, where they can reuse a lot of assets and people will still eat it up like candy. Okay, I found something. I just thought of something I want more than probably you want Link to speak. What, what's that? I need. I want one, one anime cutscene of Link and Zelda fighting together. Fighting together? One. Just give me one. <laughs> Against against Ganondorf against the big G, it, it can be anything. I don't care what it is. I just need I just need <clears throat> an anime. I need to see what that looks like. Huh? Again, yeah. I think I like, think as in Fire Emblem that, anime cutscene or like 3D Breath <laughs> of the Wild cutscene. No, I mean like an actual like Fire Emblem animated. Like we've seen the, the Breath of the Wild 3D cutscenes. Uh, all right, okay. I we've, mean, we've seen those. We like them. We love them. I love I, them. We we do like them very much. We like them very much. What we need <coughs> now is Link and Zelda back to back fighting evil, and then like, yeah, we just need that in our lives. Yeah, I feel like Link could have taught Zelda to to fight in those however many years that have passed. Oh, I hope. And then Link's like, and yet we have the strength to scale the walls between us as Stop he's holding it. the mess. Stop it. 
<laughs> yes, we have the strength to scale the walls. And clock flies in. Oh, why? It's just gonna be crazy. It's crossover the year. Oh man. Nintendo Endgame. And then Ganondorf has an eye patch to the Aria bar. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy. We don't know how it happened. Ganondorf has an eye patch. Oh god. Ready. <clears throat> I feel like that's enough Breath of the Wild speculation for one day. That, that was good. That was good. Um, that, that, that we had some good ideas getting thrown around there. Yeah, absolutely. That was lovely. Yeah, if you guys okay. have any ideas that you want to share or you think our ideas are stupid, please be. Please feel free to uh, yeah, know, us, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, and, uh, and let, let's get let's get Joe as the as the one liner for Link. Hell yeah, let's get Joe voicing new campaign. New new campaign. I will I will lead this charge. You, you have to conduct the Fire Emblem yeah, game of the year. I can't drive two trains. So I can't be working double. But <laughs> oh. All right. So next I have I saw this scrolling on Twitter today. Um, PS Five is holiday release twenty twenty. It is going to include so like faster engine, which obviously it's a given. Um, right. Speculated backwards compatible to PS4, and have an entire 4K Blu-ray feature in it. Jeez, that thing's gonna sound like a freaking jet turbine. It basically, yeah, it basically is. They just took the Roku and shoved it inside of the inside of the PS4. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tank. That's for sure. I mean, we're, neither of us are gonna purchase it because we're broke. But yeah, I was about to say like that's gonna cost like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say say I'm gonna say upwards of six hundred dollars. <throat> I, w- I was gonna say like five fifty. Okay, so not not too much of a. No. Um, Do you have any before we jump into my fireman idea for next playthrough and then wrap it up? Do you have any news? I have no news. No. Okay, that's good. Oh man! Oh, that's how you get the key. Jeez. <clears throat> this game does not tell you this. You're still trying to shit. figure this shit out. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm trying. I don't get I, it. I'm, I need so to our my episode, to the people. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess that we'll wrap this up with this. Um, I have been thinking of what I'm going to do for my next Fire Emblem run because I've kind of done the same thing. I've kind of recruited who I wanted. I've assembled my own teams, and you know, I just go and play through the story. But I kind of want to do something different. So you you can tell me what you told me, and then we'll. Oh uh, we'll yeah. So I told I told Colby to basically choose a house, but once you you know choose your house, you can't use any of the students that come with it. You have to recruit a completely new team from other houses. So. Uh, if you pick, you know, blue lions, you can't use any of the, you know, Annette's Felix, it's, except uh, Dimitri. I can use except Dimitri. Dimitri because he's required. Okay, so, I, so it's house leader, but none of the students. House, house leader, but none of the students. You have to create a whole new squad from scratch. God, I would pick Black Eagles for that if I were to do that. <laughs> right, that'd be cool. Okay, so the one idea I already brought up to you, um, the no recruiting. Just yeah, the original seven. I mean, I that was basically my first playthrough. The only one I recruited was Dorothea. Yeah, so that was going to be my idea. No recruiting. So if I pick a house, you stick with those guys. I mean, that would and probably make I, the game go a little faster, to be honest. Yeah, then I was thinking, 
And I oh, came God. across this idea. That's a terrible idea. I didn't even say the idea yet. Dip no, shit. I mean just just <laughs> you think you thinking you having a thought is a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. That. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Anyway, Tyler, I have been thinking about assembling the Avengers of three houses, and what I mean by this is the All Relics team. Ooh. Recruit only people who have the ability to use relics. That does sound interesting. So my team would be... So obviously I can't get all of them because of Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude. They're all separate. But So that would include Mercedes, Annette, Sylvain, Felix, Lorenz. Trying to close uses a relic. Hilda... That's six. Oh yeah, held it. House leader is seven. So you you wouldn't be able to do one. you wouldn't be able to do blue or uh, sorry black eagles for that because you can't recruit Hilda if you're in black eagles. Yeah, I'd probably do golden deer and just recruit all of them. Um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so and at seven, Gilbert. Yeah, Gil, I don't think Gilbert can. <coughs> oh, okay. Catherine. Catherine's the eighth. Oh yeah, of course. How could we forget? <clears throat> so. Yeah, that would be a six squad. And then plus me, that'd be that'd be nine people. <coughs> that'd be a disgustingly powerful squad. The all relic squad. That was my other idea. So I just wanted to hear what you think I should do, and I was probably gonna put a poll up. Uh, I was about to say you're gonna do a Twitter poll. Oh, yeah, I was gonna do a Twitter poll for that. You know, get some ideas. Right. So yeah, I'm between those three right now. Okay. Not, not bad. I like the ideas. I do. The all relic squad. That'd be sick. That would be terrifying. <laughs> and then and then going and fighting with against them with the Nemesis army. That'd be pretty cool. That would be okay. Yeah, Golden Deer does sound like the run to do that with. Yeah, well, I had like six of the I had like six of the eight already, and then I used all the relics to fight against them, and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. Except the only problem was I took I just immediately ripped Thunderbrand away from Catherine and just gave it to Felix. He was he was devastating. Well, I was about to say, was he was he good with that? <clears throat> yeah, he. Once I got the link off Nemesis, he cleaned him up pretty good. Not bad. No, not bad at all. But do you have anything else? Uh, I do. I okay. What's up? <clears throat> a little bit ago, I put out a question on my Instagram. Um, asking what your dream five-man pickup basketball squad was. <coughs> I got this idea from the Russian Badger on YouTube, oh. uh, and I wanted to see if I could get what? any good... If I, 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 This isn't serious at all. This is just make it as meme as possible. So we're, we're going to go through some of my favorite responses. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I want to hear this. So we've got, you know, someone with the boring route. Uh, oh, shoot. My phone is on lower power, so it just locked... Uh, we got LeBron, MJ, Shaq, Magic, and Kareem. Loser. So we got we got that one guy, that one guy who's actually serious. Yeah, uh, no one likes that guy. No one likes that guy. Shame on uh, you. Shame on you. You know who you are. Um, we have the whole team is just LeBron James and four clones of himself. Wow, this this world for two. As I'd say, okay, so we got. Brian Scalabrine, Bugs Bunny, Tyler Samsel, Airbud, and Shaggy. So Brian I'm, Scalabrini's running 
on point. <laughs> Wait, He's what's the team? <laughs> Brian Scalabrini, Bugs Bunny, me, Airbud, and Shaggy. Oh, Airbud's running point. We got Shaggy <laughs> and Scalabrini down low. We got Bugs as our shooter, and you're the wing. Oh God, I, I feel honored. Do you imagine? Do you imagine? <laughs> Bugs Bunny running off screen, set by Scalabrini, catching and shooting from Air Bud. <laughs> you, you and Shaggy crashing the boards. Oh God, I feel, I feel quite frankly honored. But now we come to you. You actually replied to this, and oh, you went a little team. more in depth. So, uh, at guards, we have Kirby and John Wilkes Booth. I need a shooter, so Wilkes at- Booth had to. Be there. I need a <laughs> at guard, we have. Bugs Bunny yet again. We, yeah, we need. Oh, sorry, he's, sorry, he's wing. He's wing. Yeah, he, uh, he's green. As the, and then as the big men, we have the Jolly Green Giant and Daruk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a stacked squad. Nobody is scoring in the paint on that squad. <laughs> oh God! You get by like you. Daruk's a little short, so you can probably hit a, a, little, a hook shot over the Jolly Green Giant. Comes smacking that shit to the stands. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he'll probably kill someone. Kirby's uh, locked defense, good ball handling. Bugs is our shooter, and then we got <laughs> John Wilkes Booth's a sniper, as we all know. One for one. He's just going to knock him down. Agreed, agreed. Um, so, it was him or Harry Oswald, but, you know, it was a tight competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a tight race. He was he was first round pick, so he, it, was, it had to be a quick pick. Yeah. Uh, we have one team I that I cannot say on this podcast. Um, and oh, then God. we have... Master Chief, Clifford the Big Red Dog, the default Fortnite skin, Gandhi, and Hitler. Well, let me tell, let me say this. Freaking so Kirby's those last two are not going to have those last two are not going to have good team chemistry. Uh, no, I'm I'm putting Daruk on Gandhi, and I'm just going to get that scrawny ass out of the game. We're just going to body him all game. I was about long. to say like a, a light breeze, and he's probably going to like break all his bones. I think Wilkes Booth can take out Hitler. That'd I don't know. Clifford match. versus the Green Red Giant. That's a matchup for the ages. Jolly Green Giant. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jolly, he'll have his hands full. We, we need to call Drew. Drew switch. <laughs> <laughs> double, double down low. Get the dog. Oh, my God. Drew, switch up. Bugs, drop back. <laughs> Somebody animate this, uh, please. Um, but, yeah, no. And then we have two two more responses. Um, they are both heavily history-based, except one is kind of, like, mixed. So, for our first squad, Benjamin Franklin, Joseph Stalin, Harambe, Neil Armstrong, and Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that team sucks. I feel like Gordon Ramsay would be a point. He'd have to get he he'd get into the opponent's head real quick. You got Harambe running the show, passing to these scrubs, just yelling at him, dragging him across the court. Yeah, Stalin and Franklin. Not sure how they get along, but who the hell coaches that team? <laughs> <laughs> who um, has that job oh god um you'll have to, i'll have to send you the responses because you'll 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 like who said who said that one. Oh god the history buff i have a no no it's it. not the history buff one is next we have again hitler stalin my phone blocked again hitler, hang on hitler pretty- stalin <laughs> mao pol pot and kim jong-un oh now Kim Jong Un is an interesting choice because he is he has terrible stamina. Like he is not going to be running for more than like two minutes before we need to water break. 
Un's player coach shit. He's not, he's, he's, he's devising tactics up there in Korea. He's cooking up some good stuff. I guarantee <laughs> he, he can get, he can get Stalin open for some pick and pop. <laughs> I was about to say like Hitler's the wild card. Um, who are the Mal, other? Uh, we got Mal and Pol Pot. And, uh, I have, okay. If, if this person watches his podcast, he's probably fuming right now. My lack of historic, histor- historical knowledge. But uh, Airbuds clamping Pol Pot. I was about to say Airbuds. Air Airbuds. He's having his way. Like, top of the league. I mean, Clifford, he's having his way with these Clifford, players. Clifford might. Clifford's gonna body him. But. <laughs> I was about to say Clifford can. Clifford, body most Clifford of might have forty. And, Clifford might have forty and thirty on ninety percent shooting when Airbuds guarding him. Yeah, I might. Uh, I might put out this. Uh, the same question again, but with different sports. Oh, that'd be oh, dude, that'd be great. I mean, we, you know, you gotta do this at least once a week, and we'll read that could be response. a segment. Yeah, this is good. I could get some responses. Funny as hell. All right, perfect. We just we just bore a there new uh, new Spot. segment out of nowhere. I'll put one up, and then we'll both read them off. We'll 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 talk about it. Though. We'll both have our individual questions. They're just like what random do you want questions. The next question? Like volleyball, like a five man volleyball team. Uh, I was actually thinking, what is your, who is your dream? Um, spike ball partner. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Dream. So, you, so you get you get one pick for your spike ball partner, and you can give a brief explanation of why, since you're only given one person. All right. Do you have any more squads, or is that it? Uh, that that's all. There. That those were the best responses that I got that I recorded. Well, let me tell you that for that five man LeBron team is getting their asses beat. I was about to say they. MJ, Magic, Wilt, Shaq, LeBron—they're all getting Clifford's having his way with all five. They, of them. They're just getting dusted. Stunted. No, they can't. Like they're gonna be ice cold. They can't. None of them can <laughs> shoot, and they can't. Like I know LeBron's a freak athlete. He's not getting by Clifford. He's not getting by the Jolly Green Giant. Will Smooth might take him out. Yeah, he's, down, he's having his way. Speaking of uh, Jordan, Jordan up for the lay. Oh, Will Smooth. Oh, we just. <laughs> Shoots him in the kneecap. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wilkes Booth, Wilkes Booth really showing some good signs during training camp. Up, oh, Jordan off back iron. Oh <laughs> Coming down the other way is Bugs Bunny, who is 30 points on 10 threes, clamping on D, holding LeBron seven. Oh, man. That was good. That, that, was, that was a good segment. That was good. Um, uh, but speaking of sports, oh boy. I, I want to take this moment to plug – Mr. Moyer's solo podcast, the All In podcast. No, sir. No, too much work. No. Oh, come on. Just follow my Twitter. Every Sunday, I am my fat ass is on the lock haven couch, sinking for nine hours. <laughs> you want to look? One of our projects for um, leisure was to come up with a diary, like a, le- a, a what do we do on the weekend? Oh, oh no! What do we? What does Colby Moyer do on the weekend? All right, well we're gonna find out. So this weekend, I so Sunday, October sixth. This is exist. This is what I did. I got ready for the day, which took me twenty minutes. And then I played video games. You know, got got warm up the brain. Um, of course, then of I course. then I then I went to breakfast because it opens at ten. So I went right at ten. Pancakes, eggs, bacon, perfect start the day. Right. Came right. back, did some homework until noon, and then from noon until nine thirty at night, I watched football. Jesus. 
from noon till nine thirty. I watched do you football. Not have I homework to do. I did it. I told you I did homework from eleven to twelve. Oh, oh, that, oh, yeah. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, right, right after my breakfast. It was great. That's my. So that's why I did all day on Sunday. It was fantastic. I loved it. I see. I imagine that sounds like um, quite the productive day. Yeah, but the Masola pocket. So it's just all monologue, and it's it's taxing, and I don't have time for it if I'm doing sport broadcasting. So. Ta- oh yeah, I was about to say how how is that uh, going for you, sports broadcasting? Oh, uh, it was good. The first meeting was today. I'm doing the soccer game. I'm gonna help do the soccer game tomorrow. I'm gonna find That's out nice. what's all. About. So are you like commentating? Uh, not no, I don't think so. But you know, I'm the only freshman in the club, so. Hey, hey, that's good. Swiggity, swiggity. Getting getting that variety bonus. They do love that uh, diversity. Are you coming home this weekend? Uh, I. That's the plan. Are you coming home? Yeah, I'll be home. It's can you, fall uh, break. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. This is not a joke for the podcast. I actually need a ride. Let me talk to my subordinates first, but I don't see why not. Okay, thank you. I'll talk. I'll talk to my subordinates. God All right. Man. Well, uh, with that, uh, I think that's a good place fuck, to to end. What do you fuck. think? An hour minute. Yeah, I think I think it's been good. I was about to say we had some good discussions this episode. I agree. And, uh, as we're as we're waiting on more news from the from the big N. Yes, always always waiting on news from the big N. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, I guess we can plug our we can plug our uh, socials again. You can go first. Um, follow me. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you all um, right? <laughs> oh, Z's is no longer streaming. God dang it. Whatever. Uh, um, follow him at Joe Zija on Twitter. Um, yeah, fo- follow Joe Zija. Maybe, maybe yes. we can get some pity points for giving him some followers. <laughs> Tell him we sent you. Um, yeah, tell him. Tell him switch it up. Sent you and and we is we is at Colby Moyer on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Switch Up Pod. Uh, yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Samsel, and uh, yeah, uh, that's about all I got for today. All right, and on that note, this has been Switch It Up. Talk to you guys later. <laughs>